Welcome to Coaching Kids Curling, a podcast for youth curling coaches and program organizers. I'm Glenn Gabriel, a certified curling coach who lives in Pickering, Ontario, Canada. My mission is to give you the advice, resources, and inspiration you need to make your program better. What's happening with my little rocks this season? In this episode, I tell you about the recent open house at my club and my plans for the upcoming curling season. Every year after the Labor Day weekend, my club, East York Curling Club in Toronto, organizes an open house. Like many other clubs in Canada, an open house is an opportunity for the different leagues at your club to reconnect with returning members and to recruit new ones. So, why am I sharing this with you? It's official. After two seasons away, my Little Rocks program at East York is back this fall. Our first practice is scheduled for Sunday, October 16th. So the open house last week was my first official event as the Little Rocks rep since we closed our program back in March of 2020. There's more good news. Registration for Little Rocks began in August, and my program is full. I didn't know how the two-year break would affect our numbers, but the proof's in the registrations. I'm expecting around 35 kids in our program this year. So I wasn't at the open house to recruit more kids for my program. I was there to answer questions and meet the parents and kids who had already signed up for Little Rocks. But I was also curious. Who was going to show up? What kind of questions would they have for me? And how would the kids react when they met me? Last Wednesday, I took a train ride from Pickering to East York, and it was about a 30-minute walk from the station to the club. It was a beautiful late summer night, and I noticed some kids' soccer games at the nearby D.A. Morrison Middle School. It reminded me of last summer when I was coaching my son's under-six soccer team. It reminded me of how much I missed coaching kids. I arrived at East York with five minutes to spare, but I could see that the parking lot was completely full. Uh-oh. I'd forgotten one of the cardinal rules about the open house. Always arrive a little earlier than you think. I walked up the stairs to the lounge, and it was packed with people. I looked around for the little rocks table, and I could already see a couple of parents and their children hovering around it. This was going to be a busy night. And from 7 to 8 p.m., it was busy. I must have spoken to at least 30 different people. New kids. Returning kids. Parents. Grandparents. Fellow coaches. Random members of the club. While I was talking to parents and kids, there were at least 10 other league reps doing the same thing. The lounge became so noisy that I had to focus my full attention to the people speaking in front of me. I also had to raise my voice so people could hear me. As much as I wanted to catch up with people who were returning to my program, I was hyper aware of any new parents and kids who showed up that night. Now, if I detect that someone is new at my club, I always ask them the same question. 
is this your first time in this building? If the answer is yes, I always follow up with a smile and say, welcome to East York. It takes courage to walk through the front door of our club, and I never, ever underestimate that. Things got quieter after 8 p.m. Between 8 and 9, the open house turned into a social hour, an opportunity for the hardcore members and the league conveners to sit around and chat and catch up. Despite the chaos of the first hour, we managed to complete some business. Medical forms, media consent forms, police check applications. Anytime we can get those filled out before day one, the better. It looks like we'll have a good core of volunteers, both on the ice and off the ice. And it looks like we'll have a nice mix of kids, from 7 to 11 years old, both new and experienced. From an outsider's point of view, it looks like we're right on track. But I'll admit, I'm nervous. If you're a regular listener to this podcast, you're probably wondering, why would I be nervous? I've been a coach for 17 years, and I've worked with kids since 2007. I even created a podcast that's literally called Coaching Kids Curling. If anyone would be prepared to coach a kids curling program, it's me, right? Well, if you had time traveled back to March of 2020, I wouldn't have had a doubt. I was finishing up my ninth season in charge of Little Rocks, and... In that time, our program had doubled from 20 to 40 kids. We established a culture, whether it was the Elm Award we gave out at the end of every practice, the excitement of the Game On bond spiel in January, or the annual visit from Mr. Panda at our December party. I felt like I was on a roll. Now, two years after COVID, I felt like my coaching muscles have atrophied. While my program was closed, I watched other clubs across Canada and around the world open their youth programs, and I wondered if I'd ever be back. Now that it's official, and we're back in October, it feels like I'm getting back on a bike after years of not riding it. I feel like I'm going to stumble and fall, at least at the start. So, with all my trepidation, why am I back? I'm coming back because being a curling coach is still exciting to me. I'm excited to see some of my little rocks return to my program, having grown up. I'm excited to see all the new kids who will be throwing a rock down the ice for the first time. But maybe what excites me the most is this. As much success as we had over the last decade, I'm excited to bring new ideas to my program. Many of those ideas are things that I've learned through the podcast, having the opportunity to talk to so many great coaches and volunteers around the world. Speaking of new ideas, I'm currently working on new episodes of the podcast to be released in September and October. The goal of these episodes is to help you organize your youth program for the 2022-2023 season. In those episodes, I'll have some practical advice to share, some great interviews with fantastic guests, and a special surprise for my 100th episode, planned for 
probably October. The mission of my podcast has remained the same. To give you the advice, resources, and inspiration you need to make your youth curling programs better. On a slightly different note, my wife and I have decided to wait until next season to let our son join the Little Rocks program. For this fall and winter, he's registered for a learn-to-play hockey program. Then he's going to try baseball next spring and summer. By October 2023, he'll be seven years old and ready to throw rocks at East York. So, let the countdown begin. There's work to be done. If you're a supporter of this podcast, I encourage you to follow our Twitter account, which is the at symbol followed by Kids Curling. One more time, the at symbol followed by Kids Curling. I'll also have that Twitter handle listed in today's show notes. This has been the Coaching Kids Curling Podcast. To reach me, Coach Glenn, please email coachingkidscurling at gmail.com. To follow the podcast for free, visit our website, coachingkidscurling.com. You can also find show notes and links to the resources mentioned in this episode and in previous episodes. The intro and outro music is Golden Sunrise by Josh Woodward. Thanks for listening. Good luck and good curling.